Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips. I'm continuing my season previews. Today we are only one week away from the start of the NRL season for 2023 and I'm covering every team and their chances in 2023. I've already covered teams like the West Tigers, the Warriors, the Knights. Um, so go back and check those ones out. I just recorded the Bulldogs season preview so that should be up as well. But today we're going to be covering the Manly Seagulls and um, before we get into that, just a reminder that on Tuesday night, my round one season, uh, my round one prediction episode will come out and that will predict every game of the first round to start the season. And there's lots to look forward to, a lot of big games. And, you know, Thursday night, 8 p.m., the Eels versus the Storm. It's going to be an absolute blockbuster to start the season. So make sure you check that out. Check out all the season previews and follow Steve's and our all free tips on Facebook to stay notified for the latest updates. For the show. Alright, as I mentioned, today we're going to be covering the Manly Seagulls and their chances in 2023. And last year, 2022, the season started with a lot of hope because in 2021, the Manly Seagulls only one went away from the grand final. And, you know, Tommy Turbo had a breakout year. Cherry Evans started playing some really good football. And Kieran Foran had a bit of a career resurgence. Last year, Manly were going pretty well halfway through the season, despite the fact that. Tommy Turbo once again went down injured and was out for the rest of the season. Ruben Garrick was a revelation as a back for Manly. Cherry Evans was playing probably his best season in five-plus years in the NRL, and um, they were really getting the most out of the... a little bit of an underrated forward pack. Guys like uh, Ola Kuwatu are really stepping up and, um, you know, being attacking weapons for Manly, and they were scoring a lot of points, and it was really promising to see, and it made Manly fans very excited for their future. However... At uh, in round nineteen, we had the scandal about the Manly Seagull players refusing to wear the uh, the Pride jersey, and we're not going to get into that whole situation again. But ultimately, after that uh, episode, it, Des Hasler at the end of the season ended up departing the club because in that last stretch of the season, round twenty to round twenty four. Manly were awful. They didn't win a game. They didn't look like winning a game. They conceded 42 points a game. And let's be honest, that's simply unacceptable. And they seem to be a real divide within the playing group. And um, I think Des Hasler is a great coach. And I think that he'll have a club by the end of this season. I think that uh, there's some clubs that I guess are really under a lot of pressure to start 2023. And some of those clubs could use a, a veteran coach who's won premierships and knows what it takes like Des Hasler, so I don't expect him to be out of the job for too long, considering he has even said that he wants to continue coaching. But they said goodbye to Des. Um, the players came together, and they seem like, you know, they're one group under one vision again. And Anthony Seaboyd, the former South Sydney Rabbitohs and Brisbane Broncos coaches come in to be the head coach in 2023. And obviously, he didn't have a really good time at the Broncos. They won the wooden spoon in 2020, and um, it was a disaster a couple of years there. So he's looking to redeem himself. Tommy Turbo's back, and you know he went overseas and saw a guy by Nick Knowles, who is a specialist um, and has repaired the life of Latrell Mitchell. He's working on Ryan Pappenhouse at the moment, and athletes like Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning over there in America and apparently Tommy's fully fit and going to be back to his best this year let's hope that's true because Manly are going to need him if they're going to get back into the finals um, after you know that what went down at the back end of last year so you know there's a lot to prove for Manly this year Seaboyd as I mentioned he's got a lot to prove in his own right coming in and 
he wants to be a successful coach in the NRL and to ultimately there's only 17 head coaching jobs and he, wanna, he wants to make sure that he maintains that. Um, Manly have seemed to really keep a bit of a youth movement going. They haven't gone out and signed you know, any huge names in the off-season. They have gained the likes of Ben Condon from the Cowboys. Zach Fulden has um, been promoted to the top 30. Kelma Tuangi, the second rower for the Tigers, wants to make a name for himself, and he's decided to come over to Manly uh, on a three-year deal. And Cooper Johns uh, is looking to, I guess, revitalise his potential and to hopefully break into an NRL squad full-time in 2023 and, and play consistent first-grade football. So um, if you look at their 1-17 to this season, you'll see a lot of guys that have been developed through the Manly structure rather than teams like, I guess, the Bulldogs and the Roosters have gone out and recruited Manly have uh, really developed these guys, and I think that Seaboyd will really hope to continue these young players' development and become a premiership threat in the years to come, no doubt about it. So if we look at their round one squad, Tommy Turbo will be the fullback. Their wingers, Ruben Garrick and Christian Tubalodu, because Jason Saab has that, um, I think it was an ACO injury near the back end of last year. I might be wrong on that, but I think he's out for the first half of the season. Kohler and Brad Parker are the centers, and Kohler was one of the revelations of last year. He had a really good debut season, and I think you'll be hoping to build on that in 2023. The halves, Josh Schuster and Cherry Evans. However, Josh Schuster is, uh, has, a, I believe it's a, a niggling injury that will keep him out of round one. So he'll be back for their second game of the season, which will be in round three because they've got the buy in round two. But Cooper Johns gets his chance to partner alongside Cherry Evans in round one. Their forwards, Josh Alloway and Paseca. Their hookers, Lachlan Croker, the second rowers, Olakwatu and Tualangi. Jake Trojevic, um, you know, Mr. Consistent himself is the lock. On the bench, NRL.com reckons that they'll have Weeks, Kepi, Sipley, and Ethan Bullimore. So, you know, as I mentioned, a lot of homegrown talent talent that they've uh, nurtured and, and has have come through the grades. Outside their 17, they've got guys like Ben Condon, who I mentioned that they signed. Morgan Harper's still injured, so is Morgan Boyle. Carl Lawden. Um, Villiarme Fafita's got a lot of raps on him as a future star. And Zach Fulden, we saw uh, a little bit of his potential last year, as, long, as well as Ben Trojevic, the uh, the third of the Turbo Brothers. So you look at this 1-17, to 17 and, you know, on paper, and again, it's different in real life because if Manly can start, um, start the year hot in that first game, um, I think they can... Really take some confidence heading into the bye because you look at the start of the year, it's an odd one. You know they got the Bulldogs on Friday night, um, sorry Saturday afternoon at three pm to kickstart their season. Manly have the bye in round two, and then in the four of the next five games have Parramatta, South Sydney, Penrith, and Melbourne. So it's a tough run to start the year, but it's a little bit of an interrupted start with the bye, and you know how that will hinder or potentially could hinder any momentum that they gather in round one. So. It's going to be an interesting opening month, no doubt about it for Manly. And I think that um, if Tommy Turbo can stay fit, and we know Cherry Evans is getting older, but he had a bit of a resurgence last year. I think those two are really going to be the key to Manly's attack this year. I really think um, if they're going to be competitive in 2023, their forward pack really needs to step up. Um, I think they went missing at the back end of last season, and... They'll be led by Jake Trojevic Thorways and Hamoli Olakuatu. There's no doubt about it. He had a breakout season last year. But the likes of Alloway, Paseca, Tuolangi, on paper, 
I, I don't know how they're stacking up against some of these premier forward backs we have in the competition, and I'd like to see a fire get lit under them. Um, Seaboyd, and all the reports coming out of Manly is that they had a really successful off-season, and there's a lot of positivity around the camp. But positivity around, you know, Manly in general and, and performing on the field are two different things. And they had a really promising preseason, which I haven't mentioned. They actually won the preseason challenge, and a lot of those young players that I mentioned uh, got a chance to deliver, uh, to perform, and and prove a point, and prove that they might be ready for first grade. But for me, their destiny in 2023 really relies on those established stars like Trojevic, Cherry Evans, Jay Turbo. Whether Trojevic stays at fullback all season, plays a little bit of center, remains to be seen. I think Ruben Garrick has to be as involved as possible. He was fantastic last year and even the year before that. I think that um, he's, he's a great fullback. He's a really good finisher there on the wing. But I think that the more you get him involved in the attack, the better it's going to be. As I mentioned, the defense was a big problem last season. They needed to really um, limit and and just be committed to that defensive part of their game and stick together and prove that they're a united group because we had all that talk at the uh, the back end of se- uh, the last season that they were in tatters as a club. If Seaboard fixes that and really gets them on the same page, I feel like Manly can really establish um, you know future success. But I've got problem. I've got issues around them this year in, in terms of depth. I mean. They've got Cooper Johns, who's going to be knocking on the door for first grade all year. Schuster, I think, just needs to play his natural game. Let Cherry Evans control the game and game manage while he just picks his moment. He has a tendency sometimes to overplay his hands. They're a very forward-heavy top 30, mainly. And, you know, as I mentioned, Jake and, and Olukawatu will be leading the, the charge there. But some of these guys, if they want to play consistent first grade, really have to step up and make a case. I rate guys like Bullymore and Kepi. But this has to be a breakout season for them because um, Manly need that power up front uh, to compete with the uh, with the more premiership threats in this competition. So, you know, depth's an issue for me. They've got some good leaders in the in the joint and I think that um, I, I, you can't overstate the loss of Kieran Foran and the experience that he had and that combination with Cherry Evans. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Schuster and Cherry Evans to gel and or even Cooper Johns and Cherry Evans um, if Schuster... You know, might potentially go back to the second role at some point of the year, but I think it's definitely a work in progress is the point that I'm trying to make there at Manly, and I don't think everything's going to come together at once. Tommy Turbo, um, you know, he's the superstar. He's going to have a lot of... He's going to attract numbers every time he gets the football. Um, so I think it's important as well for him just to have successful recovery. Manly's destiny can't just be on Tommy Turbo's hands, and I know that, you know, he was outstanding in the 2021 season, and but really, the whole team gained confidence when he was in the field. On the field, um, obviously, every time he gets the ball, he's going to be heavily targeted. So, there's no doubt that the rest of the team has to really lift and um, and equally contribute, especially that spine. So, I've got Manly finishing 13 in 2023. As I mentioned, I just don't know about their depth. Their forward pack for me isn't as strong as I'd like, but they could prove me completely wrong. And um, as I mentioned, there's so much positivity coming out of. The, out of Brookvale at the moment, that um, a lot of people expect Manly to be, you know, in for a big season, and maybe I'm, you know, maybe I've got the unpopular opinion here in saying that they might struggle a little bit, but I've got Manly finishing 13th, and I think that brighter days are ahead. What do you think? Do you think I got this one right? Do you think that uh, Manly are a top eight side? Do you think they'll struggle a little bit? And how do you think Anthony Seaboard will go um, in his first year as coach? Can Tommy Turbo play the full season? I think, obviously, that's a key part. Um, 
of defining what merely success is going to be in 2023. All right, thanks everybody for listening to the podcast today. I've still got plenty of other season previews coming up, so check those out, and I'll see you guys Tuesday night for Steve's and our all footy tips around one.